possibly more penis prattle than you ever thought possible. You're tuned into Sean Yondo's Penis Posse on Measurection Radio. Greetings, listeners. This episode was recorded at our 2006 Measurection.com regional gathering in Orlando, Florida. We're sorry you couldn't attend, but sit back, relax, and feel like you're part of the excitement here in Orlando, Florida. Due to this remote broadcast, the audio quality isn't quite what you would expect from Measurection Radio. We hope you'll bear with us and enjoy the show. Another episode of Measurection Radio, live from the 2006 Measurection.com Orlando Regional Gathering. I'm your host, Sean, founder of Measurection.com. With me here, I have Alan, our Vice President of Operations, and Josh, President of Measurection.com. Hello, guys. Hello, how you doing? I'm doing good. <laughs> oh, you're everybody's looking at me. This is so weird being in the same room. I'm not used to being able to yeah, see you when I talk to you. It's uh, Alan in either Virginia Beach or Atlanta, and it's Josh in Charlotte, and it's myself in East Texas, and here we are all in the same room. We're staring with, at each other. Yeah, it's weird. Live from Sean Yando's bedroom in, in my bedroom. direction gathering. This is <laughs> Studio VR. And we have an audience. We have we, a, we have a live studio audience today, which we're going to introduce. Yeah, we had some noise issues in in the area near their hotel. There was a band performing that decided to come perform a rock concert in front of our hotel room right about the time we wanted to do the podcast, and it was louder in our room than it was outside the room. A little bit of Chicano music coming out of some boomboxes down there, and I thought I was going to call and complain about it, and then I realized it was the city of Orlando <laughs> putting the show on. Yeah. <laughs> So we moved into the bedroom. It was a large bedroom and had a door, which put us in the back half of the building, a little further away. We are towards a window, so you may hear helicopters and trucks go by, but it's better than the salsa music. Michael and Diane were not able to attend the gathering, and due to technical limitations, they won't be joining us on the podcast today. We miss you, Michael and Diane. Yes, we'll see you next week. Absolutely. To participate on Measurection Radio, you've got to call our dick phone, which is toll-free in the U.S. and Canada, 1-877-922-DICK. That's 1-877-922-3425. You can email us at radio at measurection.com or visit us on the web at www.measurection.com slash radio. As we said today, we are live from the 2006 Measurection.com Orlando Regional Gathering. And what Measurection Gatherings are, uh, they are a fellowship and friendship opportunity to meet fellow Measurection members, people that you've talked to online for maybe years or months and shared many things with. It's almost like a fraternity of, of those of us that have come together. We've sort of um, dealt with our issues online and, and we just sort of come together as friends and, and meet and talk and have a good time, do a little play tourist around town. And we had a uh, wonderful cocktail party and dinner Friday night, which was hosted by Ethan, one of our moderators, who cooked a great meal. Oh, my God. Wasn't it amazing? Yeah, fantastic. That's As really knows always. How to throw a party. 
and he's down at the end of the table now. He's all red faced as we're talking about him. Got a big old piece of duct tape on his mouth. I'm about to strip off of there. Say hello, Ethan. Hi, guys. Then yesterday, we took a tour of Disney MGM Studios, and many of you know I'm the resident Disney expert, so we had led everybody around, and hopefully everybody had a good time and was able to uh, check out a park that they may not have been to before. Today, we've sort of been uh, being a little lazy this morning. We've gone out to lunch and had a little fun, and we're going to do the podcast and potentially do some more sightseeing. And then uh, tomorrow, everyone but Ethan, who has to leave, will be joining us to visit the Magic Kingdom Park at Disney. So I'm looking forward to that. But I should throw into this. Yeah, it was great. Thank you so much for for the wonderful tour. We, we couldn't have done it without yeah. you. We, we would have known about the... What's the little daddy? Tell people, you know, maybe that's a common thing in amusement parks today, but uh, I didn't know about it. A lot of people don't know the, the use of fast It is so, so great, great to have that inside knowledge that Josh provides. Relatively speaking, we didn't wait in any lines yesterday. Uh, the waits we experienced are from vast experience at those parks. The wait, Any waits we experienced yesterday, I would classify as no wait. Minimal. Minimal wait. I mean, you know, you're just waiting for the pre-show and you're waiting your next turn to go in. You're not waiting in line for an hour or so, as you definitely can do at a park like that. And we had the Daytona factor. We had the yeah, Daytona 500 weekend here. Orlando seems to be very busy, although the park we were at yesterday did not seem to be overly busy. So I was very pleased. We loved it. Thank you so much, Josh. Several MeasureAction.com members are joining us. Let's go around the room and meet them all. Ethan, gathering chairman. He organizes things, cooks the Friday dinner, and, and, and so much more. Uh, you just can't imagine how much more. <laughs> <laughs> and you came here from? Uh, I came here from Georgia. Okay. Charlie Bear, keeping it up and station identification moderator. Thank you. It's always great to be with you guys. Bear is one of my favorite guys to see every time. He's blossoming also. Have you noticed? Bear is blossoming, yes. He's a, this is a different bear than I've ever seen before. And we're liking what we're seeing. This, this is, yes, this is the bear that's in love. <laughs> the crotchety, you know, the crotch part is gone. The inner stickler bear, <laughs> the crotchety bear is gone. I don't know what happened to him. He's just, he, yes, I, yeah, actually, what happened to him book? sitting next to him? And it's all my fault. Um, Chris, dark love, three, two, one, zero. Um, I will take responsibility for the recent blossoming of young bear. Uh, Rick, one of our active members. Yes, and I came all the way from the Virgin Islands just to be here. It's great to be here because this is the first time I've been in, involved in a podcast. See the technical operations? Oh, right. Yeah, very good. Speaking of technical, he sure can drive a car, can he? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we saw this stunt show yesterday at MGM Studios, which gave me a flashback experience to the arrival of the airport. Rick is used to driving in the Virgin Islands, where there are, I think, maybe six or eight cars total on the entire island, 12 houses. And uh, they don't have a lot of traffic rules. And they drive there. on the other side of the road. <laughs> we, we were driving from the airport the other day, and Rick said, uh, uh, okay, people. Orlando Kissimmee Kissimmee is up is busy. It's one of the number one tourist areas of the entire United States. So there's a lot of traffic here. We're driving down the main drag through here he, from the airport and we get to a red light that is red 
four blocks back. It was right? red. Yeah, it was red for a good long while approaching it. <laughs> and what did he say? There, well, there was this accelerate, hit the brake, accelerate, hit the brake, and, and then we went through it. And I just prayed to God, and He said, "I can't." He said, "I just stop can't." All the red lights. I can't stop it. All the red. <laughs> I can't stop it. All of them. He's, I'm not going <laughs> to stop it that one. And Josh and I had already shit our pants. <laughs> well, our first half hour in Orlando, we're getting honks, we're getting fingers, we're getting hey asshole. You know, people are awful friendly here in Orlando. <laughs> There's no joke. That's no joke. No joke. People were, people were, were, were doing hand signals at us. And finally, I figured it out. Once we got to the hotel and we went through that last stop sign without stopping, where that one person, one guy got out of his car and started pointing at the stop sign. Sean says, the reason why they're honking and screaming at us is you are running all the stop signs. <laughs> so, <laughs> but we live to tell the tale. We're still here. And he's a good, Zick, you're a good sport. We're picking on you. Is he taking us back to the airport? By the way, thank you for taking us to the airport. And if he does, <laughs> if he does graciously agree to take us back to the airport, I am going to beg and plead. You see, we took back roads with all these traffic lights to begin with because there's a, there's a toll road that would cost a dollar fifty. Despite <laughs> me begging to pay for it, we, we worked our way around it. And an hour and a half later, we were back at the hotel safe and sound. It was a straight 40 minute shot for a dollar fifty. But no, he's not only he's not only a good driver, he's thrifty. <laughs> Frugal. Um, John, if you recall last time to the airport, we made a round trip in 40 minutes. Oh, yeah, with you. Mm-hmm. Wish It Were Bigger, member. This is Wish It Were Bigger. It is also my first podcast. I come to you all the way from the uh, blizzardy, cold, frozen-ass uh, Cleveland, Ohio area. And this is my first podcast I've been to, the first Measure convention that I've been to. Uh, at this point, I have never even listened to any of the podcasts online, but I'll be getting set up um, shortly or sometime soon here to be able to do that. I've enjoyed the time, the, the fellowship, the friendship, the food, and the uh, good times that we have had uh, being in uh, Disney World. It's been an enjoyable experience, and I would recommend it for any member that can possibly get here. We're glad you're here. Dark Love 3210. The Wild Child. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to spend the rest of the podcast with Charlie having me on my knee. There's so much affection going on between you two. That's not affection. That's him telling me to shut the hell up. No, nah, but I've seen it going in, in the other direction. You know, I've seen him scratch your leg, but you know what? I've seen you... I've seen you tap on his knee a few times, so I thought it was really cute to see that. We went on this wicked roller coaster yesterday, Aerosmith's Rockin' Roller Coaster. It does 0 to 60 into a double inverted loop and a corkscrew screw roll and three Gs. And Bear said, I'm going on it, so Chris doesn't think he's a wimp. And I turned to Sean and I said, that's pure love. That's love. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it is. That's love. Yeah, but he was pure green when he came off. He was green this morning as a result, but... He had a roller coaster hangover. I had a bit of a wine hangover, and Charlie had a... Had a roller coaster hangover. Rock and, rock and roller coaster hangover. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you know, with this broadcast, you actually have the opportunity to say, love you, bear, <laughs> right in person, real, and right to his face. Love you, bear. <laughs> I should have brought a virtual Diane clip of her saying, love you, bear. No, you should have brought a virtual Diane. I have virtual Diane right here. Get on. <laughs> Holy cow, that's fabulous. <laughs> I, I think that's hilarious. <laughs> what?
Why are we making fun of me? <laughs> Someday you might want to start it from the other end because she always starts out she with a she always starts out with a snort, and I love that snort. Oh, <laughs> you know, she. <laughs> we also had uh, let's see, four members were here, but they left, and I got to meet. This was such a special event for me. I got to meet Kirk. Kirk from uh, New York. One of the founding members. Yes, one of our founding members. Uh, got to meet him, got to get good hugs, and we we had dinner and chatted, and he's a great guy, isn't he? He's moving down here, isn't he? He is moving to Florida. Mm-hmm. Florida Dave, one of the, one another uh, charter, member. charter member was here. Wonderful person. And uh, he had to work the next day. Yeah. He had to work yesterday, yeah, yeah. so he couldn't stay. And, and several of us had had the opportunity to meet Florida Dave before at a couple of the other gatherings. Uh, he was at he was in New Orleans. He was in Las Vegas, and some guy saw him in Orlando in the very first non-official regional gathering. Yeah, regional gathering. Joe Bear too. Uh, where is he from? I don't remember. San hundred miles from here. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's from down here. That's right. Uh, Joe Bear, wonderful guy, wonderful guy, funny, one of the funniest guys I've ever met, witty, charming. And uh, Duet Dude. He was a nice guy. And he's also from this area, isn't he? Yes. yes. Gentleman. Very nice guy. We had a great time, and we're glad glad he was here. Glad all of these guys were here, and I'm sorry they're not here right now because I'd love to have them on the podcast. Oh, and there was um, Gio, who was with us in Atlanta, Door Boss Gio, one, two, three, four, yeah. uh, came down with the flu this last week, and he, I haven't told you guys yet, but he sent a private message yesterday hoping we were having a great time, and he figured we were having fun on all the rides and such, and sends his... Sends his regards. We wish you were here. And we hope you recover from your cold quickly. We had 12 people for the dinner party. Yeah, there were 12 at the dinner party. We had eight at Disney yesterday. I think we'll have seven at Disney tomorrow. And we had just enough forks, too. There were just, <laughs> <laughs> there were just enough forks. Um, poor Ethan. This is why I think Ethan will have money and I will always be poor. But uh, he looked at me Thursday night and said, "We've got, I've got two more people coming than I've got forks. I need two forks. And I, I'm just a person that likes to fix the problem. I said, oh, no problem. I'll stop and get a pack of forks, right? There's a convenience store right here. Dollar ninety nine. Right? You know, I'm good for it. And he said, I don't need 24. I need two. And so we discussed various <laughs> options and places we could steal two forks from. <laughs> Wendy's and McDonald's and Pizza Hut. And uh, I, I know it just drives me nuts, but I pulled into the, uh, I just walked right into the convenience store and I blew that big wad of $2 or $1.99 or two oh seven, whatever it came to and Bought the multi-pack of forks, knives, and spoons. But you bought the lowest quality. I bought the only one that the little grocery store had. <laughs> it's, were, not a, it's not a uh, mega market. They were a little flimsy. And as it turned out... We didn't have enough people, or a few people did not attend because George was sick and a couple other people weren't able to make it. We had enough of the forks. So he took, I think he took the forks back, and he even took back the unused or uneaten salad back this, this morning. morning. No, 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 it was, all, it was in a package. Chris, how was your fork last night? Uh, my fork was exceptional. Yeah, how was your um, fork quality? Um, the fork quality was unlike any other fork that I had ever experienced. <laughs> I want to thank Ethan for... If you had been stuck with the cheap fork I bought, would that have, would that have uh, changed your mind about it? Would you have never attended another gathering had you had a, had a bad fork? 
Sex honestly would have would have actually had an effect because <laughs> the four quality is one of the the top things that, that I yeah. you know consider when considering you know attending a gathering or attending well, any type of event. I, I if the four quality isn't where it should be, yeah. then so not only will Ethan always have more money than you, Josh, he also will have better parties. Better parties. No wonder why no one comes to my house for a party. But Josh, I, I was amazed at the clarity of that clear four. Yes. Yep. Nobody had any broken, broken tines. You know who has the best forks that you can actually swipe big handfuls of is Wendy's. They're very, very sturdy, very strong. That's the ones you want to want. You can't get those at Sam's. Why did we blow the budget and buy any forks at all? <laughs> I don't know. $1.95, man. Well, the re- and the reason why the, the forks at Wendy's are so sturdy that just in case you run into a finger, you know, you have to be able to have a good, strong fork in order to get that finger out. That's true. That's true. Well, and, and for those that were listening to the last podcast, you, you sort of remember we had some technical issues, and Alan and I were rushing off the next morning on our flight, and Sean couldn't be there. And I, I if I was a betting man, I would have put money on the fact that not all of us would have made our flights. Mine was early. Sean's was even earlier. And... Um, I was flying from Charlotte to Atlanta, and Sean was flying from Texas to Atlanta, and then together we were flying from Atlanta to Orlando. I got to hook up, and I was so yeah, excited we were gonna, about we were gonna see each other. Meet you and, and I really didn't think, and I was so surprised to see him with come. you. Yes, you were gonna fly with me. What the hell was I doing, sitting eighteen rows back, looking at the back of your goddamn head? What was that all about? And you were in front of the curtain, which was drawn or pulled back. Uh, I got upgraded to first class, and yeah. Sean didn't. <laughs> and what was that all about? I saw Sean approach me at the gate. I was happy he had arrived. I gave him a hug. He gave me, you gave me a hug and said, I got to go in and get my seat. And I'm like, wait, well, what about me? And I, and I even thought, to my, you know, I said to myself, the fuck is that all about? He said, hi, hugged me, and he turned around and he was uh, gone down that accordion, accordion thing, thing. Well, onto the plane. Well, there was a pre cocktail when you're in first class. <laughs> at this point, I didn't know that you were... You didn't know until you were sitting looking at the back of my head behind the curtain. <laughs> and you lived on the other side of the track. I was on the other side of the track. I don't like it. Something, something rotten about all that. Well, and then we got in the car. Wick's car. Whoa, 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 whoa back up. In the car, too. Why did I have to leave East Texas and drive to Dallas, Fort Worth International Airport, 110 miles away, for a 7.30 in the morning flight. So you could fly together, of course. <laughs> I'd just prefer not to fly with you if next time, okay, if you can work that out. Hey, the, the lady told me they upgraded me because the flight was oversold, so I guess you're lucky you got on it all. <laughs> they might have bumped you. You got some things. He went up in his luck. He would have missed that flight. Too. I think you. I have to tell. I have to tell those of you who are listening in that it is amazing to watch the dynamic between the two of them actually in the same room doing this podcast. It couldn't possibly happen the way we usually do podcasts. I've already slapped him three times. <laughs> Now it's time for Measurection Radio's Penis and Sex News. With this week's top stories, here's Joshua Tyler and Alan G. We're going to do a shorter-than-usual penis news, but we wanted to uh, remind folks about the, the next MeasureAction.com gathering. It is the MeasureAction.com Great Adventure Gathering, hosted by Bronx Bombshell. And attention, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, 
Pennsylvania and Delaware members. Saturday, June 3rd, the gang is going to Six Flags Great Adventure Theme Park in New Jersey. And if you missed the uh, episode that Bronx co-hosted, we talked about the fact that Sean, the king of small media, will be attending. So if you'd like to come meet Bronx Bombshell, Sean, the king of small media, founder of Measurection, and your, some other Measurection friends from the New York, New Jersey area, that's Saturday, June 3rd. Check the events and activities forum on Measurection.com for details. And I saved, Sean couldn't attend last the uh, show last week, but I saved a bit of penis news for him because it was what I call creamy Asian penis news. And we know how Sean's got a proclivity to creamy Asians. Mm-hmm. But a, uh, a website seeking to advertise the humble grapefruit will not be permitted to register its name in Vietnamese because the word is spelled... That's Vietnamese, Viet- not Vietnamese. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> a website seeking to advertise the humble grapefruit will not be permitted to register its name in Vietnamese. Take three. Crap, I can't do Viet Vietman. You're not old enough to remember it. Look at the letters as you're speaking. I know, it's a a, a Viet Vietnamese. There There you go. go. Can I do it in a sentence? It has to be a North Carolina thing. (laughs) A website seeking to advertise the humble grapefruit will not be permitted to register its name in (laughs) Vietnamese. Now there's people looking at me, folks. The blooper reel is getting to get bigger. A website seeking to advertise the humble grapefruit will not be permitted to register its name in Vietnamese because the word is spelled the same as penis. We have to refuse this website name of www.buoi.com.vn because the word for grapefruit, B-U-O-I, without a proper tone marking can be misunderstood to mean penis, said Tai Hu Lee of the Vietnam, of the Vietnam Internet Network Information Center on Friday. Vowels in written and printed Vietnamese incorporate elaborate markings indicating one of six pronunciation tones, but because website addresses carry no tone indications, confusion can arise. The word is very sensitive, so we'll definitely refuse, he said. According to the Vietnamese regulations, names of websites must not contain words that violate the national interest or are not in accordance with social ethics, lifestyle, or national culture. So were you, a few years ago, uh, prospecting to register the word penis in Vietnamese? <laughs> well, I hadn't thought about it. I know, it's a good idea. I have registered a couple of Vietnamese penises, but it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't on the internet. It wasn't on the internet. According to uh, AVN, Adult Video News, a recent Salt Lake City Tribune story reported that Hustler Magazine is delivered every month to your congressman's office. Tucked in a conservative-looking manila envelope, the latest edition of Hustler goes to all 535 members of Congress free of charge. Not that most members want it, the story continues. It usually gets thrown in the circular file marked trash, but like clockwork, it keeps coming, despite efforts to have it stopped. The spokesman for Representative Chris Cannon, Republican of Utah, recently tried to halt the mailing, and several members of Congress have sued to make it stop, only to lose. It's a disgusting... Abuse of the system, Cannon told the Tribune. It's a nasty, tricky little thing to do by a person with no conscience. The magazines have been coming for more than a decade at least. Publisher Larry Flint says he started sending them as soon as his magazine began publication in 1974. But an Associated Press story from 1983 says that Flint initiated the mailings that year. Either way, he's not going to stop mailing Congress. Flint told Tribune writer Thomas Burr, I felt that they should be informed what's going on in the rest of the world. Some of them didn't appreciate it much. I haven't had any plans to quit. The AVN story ends by saying, Flint certainly has a flair for publicity. <laughs> yeah, I love Larry Flint. You know, Larry Flint's made 
he's changed the he's changed the country. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my God. Oh, by the way, just for the record, we instructed everyone in the room to please silence their cell phones prior to them. How do you how do you kill it? Sean Sean has a new toy and doesn't have a clue as to what to do. Measure extra. I've got, got me a phone. There. Okay. That was loud. I'd like to thank everyone in the room for silencing their phone for the podcast. <laughs> you don't have to yell. Can I can I make a comment on the uh, the, the penthouse deal? Yeah, well, yeah. Sure. Congressman, I mean, hustler, free, free, free hustler. Makes, makes you want to run for Congress, doesn't it? Sign me up. What I think we need to start burning. <laughs> don't you think we should do the same thing? Burn copies of Resurrection Radio podcast and send them to the uh, congressman. And yeah. but haven't they gotten better at screwing us since the <laughs> The penis is your friend. Embrace your penis. God knows we do. You're listening to Sean Yondo's Penis Posse here on Measure Action Radio. Today we're going to talk about the fun we had at this gathering. Why <laughs> 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 Sean's got voicemail? <laughs> that, that, that call that just came yeah, is leaving me. Can, does he have an off button? Yeah. Oh, we put it near the room. Do I just hit this one? Okay. Yeah. Pour me some more wine so I can get on Josh's ass. That's not it. <laughs> That's what I said. Because he doesn't have a clue how. Well, now you, Mr. Button. No. <laughs> well, the blooper reel will be chock full. Yeah. <laughs> the thing around Josh's belt went off. <laughs> I never, you know, I haven't had a cell phones since before the show we started this so i've never had to worry about it it didn't even cross my mind okay <laughs> three two one today we're going to talk about all the fun we had at this gathering <laughs> wait I it's like in parentheses that. but this time i read it right <laughs> well you know normally i don't read what's in parentheses but this instructions of what we're doing there but sean why don't you ask some of the other guys <laughs> about the great time we've had it's not. You don't have to look at the paper. Just look at one of the guys and say something. On today's show, let's talk about all the fun we've had. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Uh, hey. Today we're going to talk about all the fun we've had on the gathering. Uh, today we're going to have. <laughs> today we're going to. Well, today we're going to talk about all the fun we've had during the gathering, and uh, let's just let's start with Bear, who's wearing a brand new Mickey Mouse shirt. Just for Josh. Just for me. Yeah. It's always a delight to go to Disney with Josh. He has so many little tidbits of information that the rest of us don't know. And uh, he knows where, I think he knows where every single hidden Mickey in Disney World is. Now, I'll let you explain what hidden di- di- uh, Mickeys are. Hidden Mickey, they, they hide little Mickey Mouse logos or references to Mickey Mouse in attractions, flower beds, the sidewalk. They hide it everywhere just so that there's a little something secret to look for. Um... I'm also aware of where all the restrooms are in Disney World. A very helpful <laughs> bit of knowledge. <laughs> very helpful, yes. <laughs> Perhaps more useful than the hidden Mickeys. <laughs> One of my favorite parts of the uh, entire Disney trip was... Uh, this is Chris. Probably. This is Chris, Dark Love 3210, resident um, pussy hound. Can I say pussy hound on this sure. direction? Okay. Oh, um, God. One, one of the... <laughs> 
one of the beautiful, 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 beautiful aspects of going out to Disney was, I guess, all these goddamn, um, what is it, like, um, cheerleading teams and damn soccer teams and there are just like a plethora of and soccer moms. hopeful and soccer moms, hopefully legal uh, young women running around and damn near nothing. Oh my god! So I, I, I went around like taking pictures of them and I was like, oh my god, y'all ain't gonna like this. Let me delete some of these pictures of all these ass and titties that I was taking pictures of. Well, anyone who has ever had any doubts as to whether bisexuality is real just needs to meet these guys, and they will understand that absolutely positively bisexuality exists. I hope Dr. Ruth is listening. And apparently it's a good thing. <laughs> well, I love enjoy the teddy bar, too. Ethan is trying to become a bisexual. Come with us next time. Or be, trying to become straight. Don't we have a picture of Pimp Charlie? <laughs> with the pimp hat yes. and the dots surrounded by, by, by money. Your hair was just upset because... Did you, did you person, take a picture of that? Did you send that to them? What? <laughs> That picture you took of me. There was a picture taken Friday night of a bear. Oh. He had collected the money for the dinner and he borrowed Chris's uh, pimp hat. And he, I posed with him and he, he fanned out his money and he had his pimp hat on. The only thing he was missing was the cane that he had yesterday at Disney World to help avoid the lines. The, the cane would have, would have completed the pimp look. Helped us get to the front of the line a couple yeah. of times. Yeah, yeah. Great seating in the uh, stunt show there. And we were handicapped because of his... Uh... Doug's got competition. <laughs> yes, Doug. <laughs> Doug like, magic for handicapped people and their party <laughs> was the yes. terminology they yeah, used. We, we exactly also used this handicapped parking The center. girl swallowed hard when I told her there were eight in the park. Right. <laughs> what did everyone enjoy most yesterday? Disney World. Well, but I mean, anybody have any favorite attractions or shows? Uh, the movies. Uh, the great movie ride. Oh, well, I enjoyed the the move the movie uh, tour. Great movie ride. Great movie ride. But the ride itself was like a kiddie ride. But the review of the old movies was it took inspiring to, to me because I want to go back and watch all those. Mm-hmm. Have you explained to people this is was not Disney? Explain to them. Uh, to what MGM actually right. is. The MGM Studio theme park started, the Disney MGM Studios theme park started as a, a single attraction or a single pavilion at Epcot where they have a pavilion for the sea and a pavilion for the land and a pavilion for outer space. They were going to have a pavilion for television and film. And that's what that great movie ride we rode today started out being the attraction that was going to be at Epcot. And the Imagineers just began to realize that there would be so much that they could cover in the realm of film and television that surely it outgrew one attraction. So thus the idea for a movie studio type park was born. At the time, they didn't think that um, people would necessarily want to come to see a Disney movie studios because Disney was uh, I didn't Disney didn't have the reputation, I guess, of mainstream movies. They had a reputation of animation, and they wanted to uh, also draw adults in. So they, they simply licensed the MGM name and thus some of the film content that they use throughout those rides. There are a lot of classic MGM films like Wizard of Oz and Gone with the Wind and, and uh, I think Casablanca and such. So um, that's those are some movies that those that ride is based on. But. No, no, I was going to say that I, I think one of the, the, um, the booms for um, the Disney-MGM um, partnership 
would be some of the more contemporary um, movies, especially some of the action movies, mm-hmm. such as the, the Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. exactly. the um, the Star Wars, which obviously has their own, you know, the Star Tours deal. Right. So um, I'm thinking that um, that those, you know, type of movies, the more uh, movies that are more geared and catered toward adults, has definitely um, broadened um, their base. Which, again, just a Disney-based you know, right. television and, and, and movie um, attraction would obviously ha- have a, a limited, um, a limited audience. Right. Whereas, with the the, the the vast library of uh, MGM, would obviously you know broaden their base and attract you know yeah, more adults. And, and they've got the new music. They that's why they've got the Aerosmith thing. For those, for those yeah. of you that went with me last year, we went to Magic Kingdom last year. That's a very kid-oriented park. Now, while MGM, everywhere you went was kid-friendly, there were definitely kids all over, but it also had a good appeal to adults. It had a good baby boomer and a little younger uh, appeal. Oh, there was there were all ages that were there. Uh, I'm, my understanding is that Walt Disney, at one point before his death, had uh, contemplated moving all his major operations from California to uh, Disney World here. And, and that was what actually his idea was that the park would not only be a theme park, it would actually be a working studio. Exactly. And it's no longer that. It's no longer really that. Originally, there were uh, there was a room full of animators, and when you take that animation tour, instead we looked down on one animator who was painting a cell. You used to look in on 500 animators. All they in. were actually wor- used they to. They were working on a movie that was coming out two years later. They were working on Mulan, or they were working on Hercules, and it would take them years to put the movie together. And they also did quite a bit of filming, things like Armageddon, let's see, Armageddon and um, some of the other bigger Disney movies were had bits filmed there, it's television awesome. shows. There's some sound stages there now which are attractions, one being the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, but those you used to take a tour and you were up in a glass tunnel and you'd look down. I saw them filming from the Earth to the Moon, the HBO miniseries by uh, Tom Hanks there. Uh, there were several things. If you went during the week, you would often see actual work being shot there. They've scaled that back a bit. Most of the hand-drawn animators have been let go by way of the computer animation. And they do some television bits and some commercial bits there, but it's kind of disruptive for them to try to do any real filming there because the theme park business is a major chunk of their business as well, and people don't want to go there and find big hunks of the park closed off or unavailable to them to visit. Uh, now, Disney owns ABC Television Network, right? And that's why we saw the... ESPN, Lifetime... So, so much, much advertising, advertising for all the, ABC shows. the ABC shows and the soaps and the com- the comedy shows, and that's why we got to go in and see a a simulation. It was a real working show, but uh, 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 who wants to be a millionaire? Explain. You could do it better than they me. They have a, a who wants to be millionaire. That was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. There, yeah, and it um, it's the exact set that they use in California. Same setup with the with the audience able to vote and everything. Right. It's weird walking across the glass floor. Yeah, the glass floor, the lights. And you come in and it doesn't really look like it until you sit down and you look at it on the monitor when they start playing with the lights and the music. It looks exactly like you're used to seeing on TV. And they do, if you watch that show, they periodically will say, next week we're going to be in Florida. And both Meredith and Regis have come to Florida and filmed. But the audience plays along. So you don't necessarily just need to be in the hot seat or in the fastest finger seats to get up on stage. Uh, everyone in the audience plays along, and it keeps score as to how fast and how correctly you answer all your questions. So if the person in the chair does 
mess up, the, the first person in line or the first person with the highest score is the next into the hot seat. It tallies it up. It, uh, they'll ask that generic, basic question, and everyone in the audience has a chance to, yeah. to vote. So then, you know, if you're in the nosebleed section, as we were. Yeah, uh, everybody can play. <laughs> it'll register up there. And they, you're, instead of playing for cash, you're playing to win a Disney cruise, as well as some hats and T-shirts and pins. And they have, uh, they have the Ask the Audience Lifeline. They have the 50-50. And then instead of phone a friend, they phone a complete stranger. Out, they they phone the somebody outside of the yeah. attraction, <laughs> don't they, at Disney? Yeah. Yeah. They, phone, they phone somebody that's apparently either lost or hovering or waiting on a friend outside the building. <laughs> and it could be anybody. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Good fun. The funniest part about that was that they called the same person twice. Yeah, he was waiting on his wife. So when the the first time they called him, he couldn't hear the question. The next time she called him for the next contestant, and he still was out there. And he didn't. He was no help. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I, I have to add something here, and this is like probably like kind of like reverse racism or whatever. But it's like the the majority of the questions were kind of it seemed like they were like kind of like entertainment Disney's type stuff based, mm, yeah, and then were. like once you got a little higher, it was kind of just like very kind of obscure yeah. type questions or whatever. And then all right, they called the, the, the brother the first time. The brother he waiting on his wife, you know, he waiting on his wife. That somebody just handed him the phone. Hey, you a millionaire? It's like <laughs> I can't even hear you. I can't hear you. And then we called back. It's the same brother, and I'm like, I'm like, come on, please let this let this be like a question about some R&B music or some any, just anything, some sports or something. And then it was like some like some political. It was a vice presidential question or something like that. Brother yeah. ain't gonna know this shit. I know it. He's not gonna know it. I got it right too. But who the fuck know that type shit? I did. All right, I'll tell you about my right, favorite. Fast. You didn't know what it I was. I did. Did you see what I voted? You voted New York. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what my favorite one was, because I almost shit myself in it, and that's that Tower of Terror. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to hold on to the handle, but that Ooh, wasn't the handle. That was not a handle I grabbed. <laughs> I had both hands full, too. One on either side. <laughs> he was holding on. For those that don't know, the Tower of Terror is a... Uh, an elevator ride that drops 13 stories multiple times, sort of a computerized sequence. You don't know when you're dropping and when you're going up. And When you're dropping floor. and when you're going up and when the door flies open and you get to see half of Florida out the view. <laughs> and, <laughs> and they persuaded me to go on that even. And I don't do roller coasters, and, and I had never been on anything like this before. And this, was right at my, this was right at my upper limit. I, was, I, I found a couple of handrails, and I was holding on to them. You were holding on a rail. For dear time. <laughs> You're like, no, 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 it wasn't Rick, no, not unless he's taken an awful lot of Viagra. <laughs> Once again, are you sure those were handrails? Are you now, what sure? did you think of that, Sean? Oh, I, it, was, it was a blast. What was your favorite thing? My favorite thing at the entire park was when we went to Mama... Mama Melrose. Mama Melrose. L- l- let me tell you, I, I, most of you probably already know this, but... Uh, the Disney people have customer service wrapped up. you got to give them the kudos. The food might be pricey, but they're going to take care of you. All of them. All of them from the guy that tells you, I'm sorry, sir, but you can't smoke here. You just want to lay down with him and cuddle. You know, <laughs> They're just sweetest people in the world. This is the first time in my life I have ever had someone walk up to me and say, I know this sounds stupid, but... 
Would you please take your cigarette and go over and sit on the wall? Oh yeah, they're just they're they're they they've got it down. They're 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 not going to offend anyone. You've got to really you got to shoot somebody on the on the in the or before they're going to say anything. Well, anyway, we we got a mama what? Mama Melrose's Italian restaurant in the back lot area. And, and this, this was, was a pretty big deal. This was near the end of the day, where we had a. This was a. What type of... It, it, they had everything, right? They had Italian. They had uh, flatbreads and spaghetti and chicken parmesan and steaks. Was, I guess it was supposed to be an Italian, but they had everything. No, Italian. it was Italian. It, well, okay, okay. Well, well, they had everything, but it was Italian. They had everything, mostly right. Italian. <laughs> they had everything out of the realm of an Italian menu. <laughs> one of... As a person that eats out most of the time, I've had my share of... I've, I've seen the entire... Scale, from zero to fifty, of all kinds of waiters and waitresses, and this woman had to have been a total. Well, wherever we're rating, she was a fifty or a ten or an A plus, whatever you want to call it. It was one of the best customer service experiences that I have ever had, and she sort of reminded me of a very young. Ellen DeGeneres. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, good description. My goodness. And I saw that extra tip you gave her, too. Oh, you did? I slipped her a little extra. And I even called the, the manager over and uh, complimented her. She was good. Yeah, she, and, you know, I want to call her up and just say hi. It's hard with a you got uh, phone number? group to uh, take care of everybody. Especially as unruly as we were. Yeah, <laughs> it was almost obnoxious how nice she was. But she, but it was real. But it was yeah. It was, it was, it, it, it was, stuff. It, was, yeah. It I don't think a, that was a Disney uh, training session. I think it, uh, they are. They, it came from. It was coming from her heart. But I and, think and, she found a special affinity with most of us. And she was too. She picked up the gaydar vibe. Yeah, she, she picked was, up the gaydar gaydar vibe. She was pretty butch. When she was done, she came around. She shook everyone's hand. Thank you for. For uh, thank you for dining here today. It was a pleasure to meet you. She was very. She was thirty years old and she looked like she was eighteen. Yeah. She also got us uh, VIP seating to uh, the night nighttime Fantasmic show. I'm not sure if she did that herself or if because Sean complimented her to the manager. The manager said to take care of it, but they, Disney does have a dining package that you can pay a little extra for, where we'd have gotten priority seating for the Fantasmic show and not had to wait an hour uh, in our seat or to get into a seat. And she hooked us up, and we we literally walked right into this fantastic show, sat for about two minutes, and it started. So it, it saved us a lot of time. So Holly, if you're listening, we love you. Absolutely, we love you, baby. We love you. It's your bush ass. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, she gave us priority seating for the first show. That was nice. Yeah, it's an amazing show. I, there's one more thing I want. Sean accused me this morning of making his bed, and uh, it's, just, <laughs> it's so odd. But Sean, is there a backstory to was that? He, was he still in it? Uh, I no. Uh, we left him last night. He, he had enjoyed some wine, and Al and I sent him back, and he. We did geek. Let's set it up. We geek fested late at night, and he uh, he had too much to drink, and so he. Well, I did not tea. have too much to drink. Okay, he had too much to drink. He sent him back to the <laughs> bedroom. And we, we had him lay down, and he laid down on top of the uh, bedspread, right, with all the common crabs, which <laughs> does happen to be exactly where Ethan's laying right now. Oh, Please don't make him get up and run out of the room. But, uh, no, we left Sean there. And yeah, I guess he forgot he, he slept there. So when we came this morning to start setting up for the podcast, he came out of the uh, out of the bathroom as he was getting ready, and he went into the bedroom, and he says, did, did you make my bed? 
And I said, what the hell am I, your mother? <laughs> no, you slept on top of it. I did. You slept with a common crab. You slept with the common crabs? Common crabs. Wait, wait a minute. Oh, the people in crabs. crabs. Don't let them think yeah. that this he, he, is a nice blue light question for you, because you came in here, was his curtain open? It was open. He, so he slept on top of the bed with his curtain open. Let, let me tell you what I slept with. I slept with the curtain open, the lights on, on top of the bedspread, but I did sleep with Apollo Ono last night. <laughs> I slept Who's with that? Apollo Ono from the Olympics. Did you watch In his dreams. <laughs> Apollo Ono, the Olympics to me, that is porn. <laughs> well, earlier today, Sean said he watched porn last night. We thought he meant he watched it after we left, but he was watching the Olympics while we were here. And I, guess I want to take my clothes off every time I see Apollo Ono. So you were naked in the bed. Apollo Ono is a, is a speed skater. Yeah. Yes. With a little He's, bit of creamy Asian in him. Yes. Oh, my God. He's half Japanese. And, and, and he wears that speed skater, that speed skater. And they've got the legs and the hips of death. <laughs> yes. Well, we're having a great time. And there's so much more to talk about, but it's you know, we're running short on time, and that's about all the time we've got for today. Anybody have any any closing words they'd like to say? Sure, I have one more driving story I can relate. <laughs> that's always fun. This had to do when I was bringing Alan in from the airport, and we were doing the shortcut route, and Alan had a lot of fun. We actually went on to one of the toll roads. Of course, I had no clue as to what the procedure was going to be. I thought we were dodging a toll booth. (laughs) You tricked him, Alan. But there it was, dead ahead. We had exact change. I took out my three quarters. I was ready. Hand them to him. So yes, I was going to be the big spender. And we got up near it, and lo and behold. There's a series of green lights, one red light in the center, and another series of green lights. The one red light was for the one aisle we wanted, the exact change line. So Alan said to me, well, you can go to the left or you can go to the right. So I went to the left, and wouldn't you know it, it was the easy pass. We tried throwing their quarters out the window, and they wouldn't accept them. So, of course, we kept right on through. Uh-oh. I mean, you dodged that toll anyway. So we dodged the toll. The window was closed, so throwing the quarters wasn't very effective. You'll get a ticket in the mail when you get home for about $50 or $75. But so the car rental company will. The car rental company will. I have that. another Rick's uh, car driving story. <laughs> After dinner, we were coming back to the motel, and he says, well, I'll follow you because I'm not sure of the road. <laughs> okay. So I started out, and I'm going down I-4, and, and I'm going about 35 miles an hour. Interstate. Yeah, and, we, and Wish says to me, you've got to go faster. I said, he's not keeping up with me. This minimum is 45 here. <laughs> so so I, I sped up to about 60 miles an hour, and the first thing we know, Rick comes driving past us. Flies past us. You can't follow when you're... And I was fl- following from ahead. <laughs> and and the only thing is, when we got off, he turned the wrong way. Instead of getting back to the motel, he ended up over in Disney World. Ah. <laughs> I should have been with him. (laughs) Wish, any closing words? Uh, Just that I I really feel that uh, more members, if they could attend, they would have a good time. It's enjoyable. Chance to get away and be amongst good people and have a good time. And uh, Ethan took uh, one of those little airborne things that you take when you're uh, beginning to feel sick or overtired. So he's actually 
uh, he's laying on the bed and he looks like to be asleep. So we won't bother, we won't bother him. And Sean wanted me to add when we, I was joking before about the, the common crabs. You need to listen to, I think it's episode eight where we joke about Ethan. Ethan believes that there's stuff on the bedspread in any hotel, but this is, this is actually a very nice hotel. It looked a little run down from the outside. I was a little concerned when we got here, but the inside is nice and clean, and the facility, the suite, we, they're all suites. The outside of the hotel and the neighborhood has not quite caught up from some of the hurricane damage, but the inside of the place, it's, it's a very nice place. Their sign certainly needs to be yeah. put back up after the... There the are still, no... The sign's still not... There, there, <laughs> there's no coming crabs on yeah. anything. That I could tell. Yeah. Anyway. Ethan says right. next gathering he's going to bring a black light and show we'll us. We'll find out. <laughs> it's the nicest hotels apparently have it. But you know that one roller coaster we were on? Well, maybe I shouldn't tell the story, but that one, that one roller coaster we were on stopped under a black light. And I turned around and Ethan had something on his chin. And I don't know what <laughs> <laughs> And we're off. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> we hope you have enjoyed being a part of our gathering as much as we have. I want to thank all of our members who attended, and uh, let's just start over. We hope you have enjoyed being... I needed a pause, right? We hope you have enjoyed being a part of our gathering as much as we have. I want to thank all our members who attended and thank them for joining us here for our podcast. It is special to be able to look across the table and see you guys and let you see how we do it and see the F-ups and all that kind of stuff. You know, it's kind of fun. To pursuit, to be, yeah, 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 yeah. This is a highly professional program yeah, we, we do here, uh, isn't it? To participate on Measurection Radio, call our dick phone, toll free in the U.S. and Canada. Dial one eight seven seven nine two two dick. That's one eight seven seven nine two two three four. You can email us at radio at com. We love getting email. Check out... <laughs> That's all, folks! <laughs> I think that's a suitable ending. <laughs> ski, 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 ski! Check out our Canadian accent on radiogay.ca. Tuesday evenings. Check their program schedule for showtimes. Visit us on the web at www.measurection.com slash radio. Thank you, listeners and visitors. Thanks, guys. You're listening to Sean Yondo's Penis Posse on Measurection Radio. Okay, this is Joshua Tyler and Sean Yondo. We are podcasting live from the Star Wars ride at Disney MGM Studios, sending a special shout-out to our very dear friend, Jedi Master. Hi, Jedi. We are about to get on the ride now. Well, Sean's being a real good sport about this, but we have just gotten on the Star Wars ride at Disney MGM Studios. Yes, we have. I just fastened my seatbelt, and I know I'm not going anywhere. The force be with you. She was hungry.
survive the Star Wars ride. But you know what? I think it would have been just as fun without a goddamn shooting at us. <laughs> that was unnecessary to be shot at. Unnecessary violence. <laughs> Helen can't get out of the seat. Oh, there it is. Exit to your right. Okay, this is Joshua Tyler here with Sean Yondo. Yes, it is. Right here. And Alan, can you say hello, Alan? Hello, sorry for the delay. I was taking a picture. <laughs> we are podcasting live from the It's a Small World ride at the Magic Kingdom, Disney World, Florida. How appropriate. Last time we were here, uh, they were in place in the outline. <laughs> Last time we were here, Small World was closed for renovations. Right. We've been here a long time. Yeah. I just got banged up in a big Thunder Mountain. <laughs> we all got soaked on Splash Mountain. Taking it easy in the uh, it's a small world, yes. And we bypassed the line of it's a small world thanks to Charlie Bear's cane card. Say hello. Say hello, I, podcast. Hi, podcast people. <laughs> oh, here comes this song. It's a small world is sponsored by Measurection.com. Listening to Measurection Radio. <laughs> Japan is on the right, Holland on the left. We we got in our ride, and Sean said the song didn't seem as obnoxious as he remembered. And I said, "Wait till the ride's over." Yeah. He might change his opinion on that. I can't hear a word you're saying. <laughs> I've got this song ringing in my ears. <laughs> Mr. Yondo. Uh, oh, we're yeah. somewhere in the Middle East. Somewhere in the Middle East. Well, we just passed Israel. Well, we yeah. passed Israel. <laughs> Brokeback Mountain over here. <laughs> yeah, Brokeback, Brokeback Mountain here on the right. <laughs> that that character there looks kind of like Porky Pig, don't you think? What's that? Oh, is that Porky Pig? <laughs> I think they're on our podcast. I uh, I didn't know the world was this big. <laughs> yeah, it just goes on and on and on. What they say? We hear the song in twenty-seven different languages. Oh, that looks an Asian country, maybe. What is that? Maybe going by some creamy Asians. How are in the jungle? Oh, we're in Africa. In the motherland. I think it's time for me to represent. I'm the brother of the group today, so yes, we are. We're back in the motherland. Yeah, we're, we're, we're noticing a gay camel. There's a pink camel here. And a pink elephant. I think we might be in Iraq. <laughs> Are we? Orange giraffes and pink elephants. Or 
Lord knows where we are. place like home. Is that the Pink Panther? Maybe. There's the Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote. <laughs> well, maybe not quite. Oh, now we're like in uh, Hawaii. Hawaii? Yeah. South Pacific. Got some hula dancers here. Chris, what do you think of the hula dancers? I like them. <laughs> I like the tropical version of this song. Now, are these hula boys over here? Jason 475. Yeah, I think we just see Jason 475. That boy's playing with his boomerang. <laughs> what country do we think this is? I had something they made up. Oh, oh, they're Asian eyes. No. They got veils. These look like Christmas carolers. <laughs> Don't they? Yeah. And there's more hula dancers. Who? Everybody together, because it really truly is a small world here at Measurection.com. It's the mix. It's hula dancers dancing with Arabian women and Bobo Beep and the Aflac Duck. The Aflac Duck, you're right, it is the Aflac Duck. This is not Approaching the exit, where we've got adios, goodbye, Alvita Zane, ciao, <laughs> jinx by me, I didn't read that, ciao, Alvita Zane, aloha, sayonara, Approaching the loading zone. Well, what'd you think, Sean? It was, it was wonderful. <laughs> I really enjoyed being able to sit out for a while. Hey, uh, Rick, what'd you think of It's a Small World? I thought it was fun. This is a mighty boring podcast. Well, this is Joshua Tyler, Alan G., and Sean Yando signing off.